This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. Not everyone had it easy growing up. Many of us were forced to make our own way due to any number of hardships. Carl knew that better than most. He grew up in Germany, and his father had a certain kind of idea about how men should behave. He told Carl's mother not to coddle him. His boy had to make his own way, forge his own path, like he had done. So Carl learned early on that he had to be self-sufficient in order to get what he wanted or needed. By the age of two, he had learned to feed himself. By ten, his interest in music had led him to take up the violin, and with no one around to teach him, Carl taught himself instead. He got pretty good, too. So good, in fact, that when he turned 16, his parents sent him to a music conservatory to continue his education. Carl studied with some of the finest teachers in Germany for several years. After he graduated, he used his talents to take him far beyond what even he believed possible. Before he was old enough to drink, he was playing with international orchestras in sold-out concert halls. His skills were so renowned, he was invited to perform before the famous composer Johann Strauss in Vienna. He developed a little trick previously unseen during your average concert. Whenever he'd break a string, Carl would change it in the middle of the show while the rest of the band played on. Then he'd rejoin the group and continue the performance. But he didn't do it backstage or off to the side. He made it part of the act, It got so popular that he started using a weakened string in his shows just so he would be forced to demonstrate his ability each time he played. And his talents weren't limited to just music or impromptu violin repairs. It's hard to imagine how someone might learn to shoot at a music conservatory, but Carl also managed to become an ace marksman. He was so good at it that he was said to shoot the spots off of playing cards. Of course, word about it spread and the public wanted to see this new skill with their own eyes. So Carl added it to his repertoire. Anything to keep the people in their seats, right? Throughout his career, he shared his gifts with audiences all over the world. Carl even took his unique brand of music and marksmanship to America, where he eventually settled with his wife and gained citizenship. Carl had lived the kind of life most men only dream of, becoming a celebrity both at home and abroad. But when his later years were upended by the First World War, he saw a bigger calling for himself. He wanted to help the veterans returning from battle, specifically those who had lost limbs. To do this, he wrote and illustrated a guidebook for them. 
It took him less than a month to finish, and it taught recent amputees how to use their feet for things they used to do with their hands. I know, it sounds strange for a master violinist, a man who could change a broken string in the middle of a performance, or shoot a playing card, to write a book about using one's feet to perform everyday tasks. Well, as the old saying goes, you have to write what you know, and Carl knew all about doing things with his feet. From shuffling cards, to smoking cigarettes, to writing his autobiography, Carl was a phenom with his feet. That's because he had no choice. Carl Unthen had been born without hands. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Its wooden frame is unmistakable. The leather straps, worn and cracked, waiting to envelop a new guest. And the helmet. Once fastened to the head, it's capable of delivering 2,000 volts straight through the body. They took something as simple as a chair, a place of rest, and transformed it into an instrument of death. Little did Ben Franklin know when he first collected that bolt of lightning on a stormy night in 1752 that his discovery would be used to power the ultimate method of justice for over 130 years. The electric chair was designed as a more humane form of execution back in the late 1800s. A dentist, yes, a dentist, had heard about a man who had died instantly after grabbing onto the high-voltage wires of a large electric generator. The dentist saw a way to use this electricity to do more than just power lights around town. It could be used to ensure a quick and painless end for death row inmates everywhere especially after a recent series of botched hangings had landed in the newspapers. The governor of New York established a commission to seek an alternative method, consisting of three members, a human rights advocate, a lawyer, and that dentist. The commission sought advice from experts, such as Thomas Edison, on how best to harness electricity as a means of execution, because justice was meant to be swift, but not cruel. There's that word again. Justice. I guess it's apt. The first electric chair went into use in 1890, and ten years after its introduction, Charles Justice, an inmate at the Ohio State Penitentiary, came up with an idea. While serving his sentence, he'd been given a job of cleaning up the room where the electric chair was housed, the death chamber, as it was called. It was during one of his rounds when he noticed something about the chair, the restraints, They weren't strong enough to keep a man from shaking all over as the electricity coursed through him. This constant movement resulted in burned flesh, which offended witnesses and went against the whole more humane thing they'd been aiming for. Charles worked with prison officials to enhance the restraints. I mean, why not? He would have done anything to reduce his own sentence, and he certainly had the technical knowledge to make those changes. Instead of leather straps, He created metal clamps that fit over the prisoner's wrists and ankles, designed to reduce movement and the risk of burned skin. The results worked wonders for the prisoners, the witnesses, and Charles. When the time came for his parole hearing, he had no problem convincing the board he was ready for a second chance. After all, he'd been instrumental in making their executions more efficient and humane, just as they'd intended. It's unclear how Charles spent his newfound freedom. Whether he traveled the world or sought a job as an engineer, we'll never know. Though I can hazard a guess that whatever he did, it was far from legal. That's because ten years after he was released, Charles Justice found himself right where he'd started. He'd been convicted of murder and sent back into his old stomping ground, Ohio State Penitentiary. There was only one difference now. He would never be eligible for parole. He would never sleep in his own bed, or drink a beer, or do anything again that a free man might enjoy. 
He was the latest addition to Ohio State Penitentiary's death row, and on November 9th of 1911, Charles Justice was strapped into the same chair he'd helped improve a decade earlier. He got to feel firsthand the metal restraints around his wrists and ankles, albeit only for a few moments. Seconds later, Charles' life came full circle. Justice, as they say, had been served. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Stay curious.